Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. much for tuning in to episode number 69 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co. CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today we are diving deep into level 10 meetings. Last week, we talked about traction and an overview of the EOS system. Traction is a book by Gino Wickman, and it's a fantastic system that we have began to implement in our own firm, as well as recommend for our clients. So go back and listen to number 68 if you'd like an overview of the system and where we're getting this idea of level 10 meetings. But we are going to share this with you because it's been really helpful for our own organization and we want to share the wealth. So today we are talking with Jamie Staley. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Megan. How are you today? Doing well. How are you? Are you hopefully not freezing over there? Yeah. Well, we're, we're, I don't know, 15 inches, 20 inches of snow. It, it, you lose count after a while. <laughs> There's so much. I don't know where it's all going to go. I thought the sun but... was supposed to be starting to come out. The sun was out a little bit today. So it's nice because our driveways at least cleared off for the most part. But there's so much snow that it's going to take a while. We're, we're going to get into the 30s over the weekend, which is like the start. And I think I saw one 40 degree day, like a week from now maybe so fingers crossed we're hopefully at the end it's been several weeks of being snowed in and cold and you know below zero not not loving it but hopefully we're in the home stretch here okay sending sending warm thoughts your way so today we are talking about level 10 meetings and I'm a big fan of them since learning about them. I, you guys shared traction, the book Traction with me in back in December, I think is when I started reading it personally. And then I started being a part of the level 10 meetings in January. And the level of accountability and the, the number of things that I feel like we're able to discuss and cover is so much better than any other meetings that I've ever been a part of. So I'm excited to share this with our listeners today because it's been really helpful for me personally. And what I, from what I've seen the company be able to accomplish in this short amount of time, since I've been a part of it is just really amazing. And, and something that I'm, I'm excited to share. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody does a lot of meetings and, you know, there's lots of important things that I've learned over the years, like it's really helpful to have an agenda. And, you know, we had a lot of these things in place before the level 10. So this wasn't completely foreign to us, but it it does help keep us focused on what we need to be discussing and what really needs discussion versus going off tangent, having random discussions and really not being anywhere closer to where you need to be when you're done. So it really does help you get that clarity and that focus on, hey, why are we here together today? And what do we need to discuss that we need all of us together to discuss? Because if it's just an offshoot discussion between two of us, we don't all need to be there, right? So let's save everyone's time. 
let's make sure that, you know, we're using our time wisely. And so I think it's definitely helped us to be more efficient, more productive during the call. And as you mentioned, also kind of keeps you more accountable to, um, to what you've agreed to do and, and why you're agreeing to do it. I think it just kind of brings in the whole EOS system together in a very short time period, very succinct, get through what you need to do. So I've, I found it very helpful for us and very, um, a good switch. Yeah. And it, I, I've never been a part of a, a pointless meeting with PJS. I'm thankful to say, um, but I think we can all attest to being a part of, you know, it's, there's a reason that it's a popular say, and like, this could have been an email. Um, so right. <laughs> if you're in a, an organization where those types of meetings are common, this is going to be light years ahead of where, where you're starting. Um, if you're finding that frustration of, okay, we literally discussed, you know, something that could have been determined in five minutes, this is going to be leaps and bounds beyond where you are now. So let's get into it. So the reason that level 10 is called level 10, uh, can you explain that to us? Because it's kind of an odd name. Sure. So right when you start doing these meetings, um, at the very end of each meeting, you need to rate it on a scale of one to 10 based on how you believe the meeting went. And the goal is to have a meeting that is 10 out of 10, right? Top level, high scoring, that's the goal. So you want to have a really productive and good meeting. And I think when you take the time to evaluate that, you know, first of all, evaluating it and stopping and thinking about it is a great first step. <laughs> like, oh, wait, we just spent 90 minutes here. And I don't even know what you know, like, did we get anything out of it? Do I have any more clarity in what I need to be doing? Do we have any accountability? So it's just, you know, talking to you want to have that level 10 meeting every time. Now, you know, it's going to take a little while to get into the groove of the meeting. When we started, they weren't all level 10s <laughs> to start with. You know, they were six and sevens. They were a little rocky. You need to make this work for you. You know, like this structure, um, you know, we've definitely made some adjustments and how does it work for us? Because it's, you know, it's a fairly structured process. So we've incorporated things that work for our firm and for our meeting that are, you know, a little bit outside of scope of what they're doing. But for the most part, we stay in alignment with what their process is and what they um, recommend so that we kind of stay on track. And I definitely think it helps us stay on track better. Again, having kind of, as we dive into it later, you know, a discussion all, you know, when you need to discuss things in, in detail, there's a whole time for that, you know, like. There's other parts where we're just highlighting, mentioning, and so that can kind of help keep the meeting moving and not stopping. And now we have a 15-minute conversation over here and then a 20-minute conversation over here. And you haven't even gotten to the items you need to discuss, you know, right. early. So right. I think it's really good. So the reason it's called that is just, you know, you're trying to have a meeting that's 10 out of 10 on a scale. Perfect. And the general purpose of revising meetings in this way is to have the, the best use of your time as a leadership team, right? So right. can you explain a little bit about why why we even looked at, at integrating this into our, our company? Sure. And it, it's probably different a lot, you know, for different firms. You know, some firms just meet randomly whenever they need to discuss stuff, right? They don't have anything necessarily regular. They just meet as needed. 
Maybe they're meeting several times a week. Maybe they end up in two and three hour meetings long to get through things. So the goal here is instead of having all these different meetings, if that's how you are, maybe you're not, maybe you're doing it a little bit different, um, but just to kind of schedule that time, have a set amount of time and then have a set schedule and agenda for that time so that you're making the most use of your time. And hopefully you're only going to meet once a week. And, you know, unless anything big pops up that, you know, needs your attention. But the goal is getting everybody on the same page and shortening that amount of time, focusing on actually what needs to be discussed so that you can go do all the other things you need to do to run a successful business. So, you know, we still like to be personable. We still like to chat with each other, but it's really focused on getting to the core of what needs to be discussed with all the people there so that those people can go and do their their work on their own and separately. Perfect. All right. And then another important thing before we get into the meat of the topic and the agenda is that there's a meeting pulse. So can you explain to everybody what that means and why that's important? Sure. I think, you know, I think different terms are used meeting pulse, meeting cadence, timing, like what, what, how often essentially are you going to meet, right? Again, you may be meeting once a month, maybe you're meeting, meeting once a week, Maybe you're meeting all over the place and you have no idea. So they really want the cadence to be, you know, once a week, the same day, the same time, the same agenda, start on time and end on time. Like that's the very simple, how does this work? You know, set up, determine how much time you need. They highly recommend 90 minutes, which does seem like a fair amount. You might not want to go over that again, just to preserve everyone's time and just make sure that, you know, you're only discussing topics that need all of these, you know, stakeholders involved. So they, they recommend this same day, same time, same agenda, start on time and end on time. So whatever works for you and your business, you want to, again, you want to mold this to fit what you're doing. You don't want to just do it because it says 90 minutes. So we're going to sit here for 90 minutes, even though we don't have topics to, to dive into. So it's got to work for you as well. But that meeting pulse is something that they, they do recommend from the beginning. Yeah. And it's, it's that consistency and building the habit of getting into that on a regular basis, which is good too. All right. Perfect. And before we get into this too, I want to mention, we're going to link to a YouTube video of Gino Wickman himself actually explaining the level 10 meetings. And it's a relatively quick run through. He doesn't really go into a whole lot of detail, but it's a good overview if you're looking for something faster to just kind of go through, okay, what are the components? What do I need to do? Um, And then, you know, you can always reference traction or whatever tools you need, which we'll also link to in the show notes for this episode. And every show notes, you know, you type in our our website, pjscpas.com forward slash, and then whatever episode number you're looking for. So for this one, it'll be 69. So let's get into the meat of the topic now. This is where we're getting into the agenda and the important components of how a level 10 meeting will actually be run. So first things first, what's the most important thing? Yeah. So it's the most important thing is probably the one area we struggle with the most, (laughs) especially in our world of working virtually, you know, in different time zones with different situations currently, such as kids, you know, working, you know, schooling from home and 
you know, husband's working from home and, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, now the snow has like, we had an extra day off this week, which, you know, causes a little bit of a, a craziness. And so this is one area where we be, we are a little bit flexible based on how we run things. So we have a core value that, you know, life in balance is really important for us. So we stress less about being completely on time Although I think we're trying to get better at it more to the respecting everybody's time than anything. Like we don't try to be late, but we have kids that need lunch and decide they need our attention right when we need to be jumping on a call or technology doesn't work because we were running around trying to get lunch for our kids before the call and then we can't jump on. So we're a little bit flexible on this, but I do think it's important to start meetings on time when you say because it's just, it sets a good standard. It sets a good, you know, hey, we're starting on time. We value your time. We're going to get through this meeting. I think we do a better job of concluding on time. So I think that's where we kind of make up for it. Um, and we try, you know, we try not to go over at all and try to stay within those realms. So that's one area where, you know, we have a little bit of flexibility. So you may need to make some flexibility, but maybe not. Maybe you're working a very tight schedule during a week and you don't have time to (laughs) have that flexibility. So you just communicate that to your team and say, Hey, when we say we're starting at 10 AM, we're starting the meeting at 10 AM, you know, and we're going to begin. So I think as long as it's communicated how you're going to operate and what, what flexibility you have on these areas, I think that's important. Yeah. And another good tip because we're virtual and because we're running the meeting via zoom or go to meeting, whichever, you know, program you want to use, a lot of times if someone's going to be late, we'll just hit the record button and say, okay, here's the recording of what happened and here's what you missed. Um, So that's another tip that you can maybe implement if you have somebody that's running late, you know, not everybody has to wait for that one person to join, you know, hit the record button, start with your meeting and they can jump in and then see what they missed later. Yeah, that's a great suggestion. All right. So when we start on time, what are we starting with? We start the meeting with good news. So each of us talks about some good news personally and good news professionally. Um, We go, you know, around the group and this just kind of helps you take a moment to transition from the craziness of potentially dealing with kids or, you know, just really head down focused on your work. It kind of takes a moment to say, okay, what's gone well in the last week, personally and professionally. So it kind of just stops you from you know, going through the list of things you've comp- you finished or checklists, which are important as well. But it just kind of takes you outside of that and stopping and saying, hey, you know, here's something that went really great with this client. And here's something in my personal life that was great this week. And we're just sharing that. It's a little bit of creating that camaraderie within the team and just kind of learning a little bit more about each other and realizing that <laughs> while we have a business to run, and that's really important, we all are dealing with other things as well. So kind of acknowledgement to that as well. Perfect. And there's time suggestions for each of these components too, so that you can try to keep your meeting within that 90 minute framework. So the good news section isn't something that you're rambling on and giving a whole diorama of your week (laughs) as far as like, oh, and then we went into this and this. It's not total storytelling time right? um, because you are trying to make it an efficient, effective meeting. So for everyone to share their good news, that whole thing should take about how long, Jamie? About five minutes. So there's a lot of these sections that are very quick and to the point and 
you know, we're just sharing a few things and moving on. Um, I think that's one of the positive aspects of this process is just most of the meeting is, let me just give you a quick update. Let me just let you know about this. There's not a lot of diving into discussion until it's the appropriate time. So I think that's part of the, what makes it work as well. So sometimes it's annoying because you kind of are in a moment, you may want to talk about something, but it just kind of gets you a little bit off track and we're trying to stay on track with the time and with the topics. And so I do think it's, it's helpful to have those time, time restrictions or guidelines. Again, it's also about what works for you, for you as well. But I think that five minutes, we don't usually have an issue with that for most of these sections, I would say that it's reasonable. Okay, so after everybody goes through their good news, what do we move to next? So then it's the reporting mode. And there's a couple of different areas within this reporting mode. You know, it starts with the scorecard. If you've read through the traction book, they discuss a scorecard that you come up with that are, you know, important items that you want to track. And it's tracking some, some of these items over a time period. So usually about three months or so, and you're just tracking those. So you have to come up with what's important. And then it's, it's mainly just a quick overview of that. Again, this time period is five minutes. We probably have, I don't know, 15 items, 20 items total. You know, we do a quick review of, you know, cash flow, um, maybe accounts receivable, number of leads that are coming in, um, number of folks in a pipeline to be hired. So we just kind of talk through those. If anything stands out that we're like, oh, we need to talk about this. This is a topic. You know, why is the hiring pipeline so low or why, you know, like, what are those new leads? I want to hear more detail about the four new leads we have. We'll put that and save that to what's called the IDS portion. Um, that's when we can identify, discuss, and solve issues. And so if anything takes more than uh, just telling people what it is, we highlight it, say, hey, we need to discuss this further in IDS. And again, that kind of keeps us on track, keeps us focused and saying, oh, you know, a lot of times we look through it, we're like, everything looks to be on track. It's nice to see those trends. If you're, if you're looking at cash flow, how is our cash flow being managed month over month or, you know, week after week? So those are things that are helpful to look at and to help, you know, bring up issues that may need to be discussed further. So I really enjoy this, the scorecard portion of it. And, you know, we try to keep it short, sweet, and then we move on. And the scorecard can be simple. It's just an Excel spreadsheet where you're establishing yeah. kind of pretty much your KPIs, right? Right. Anything you want to track and monitor over time. So it's what's important to you. There could be four things. There could be 20 things. I think they try to keep you within a, you know, they don't want you to have 17, you know, hundred line items to go through and have to discuss, you know, like that's not the goal. It's, hey, what are our most important things that we need to be talking about and looking at? and put those on there. So maybe you only have five and that's fine. You know, that's the things you're tracking. Maybe you have, you know, 15, maybe you want to have, you know, we try to have some financial items on there. We have some, you know, items if we're reviewing, you know, our team workflows, like how many delayed or in overdue workflows are out there, you know, things that can just alert us like, oh, wait, that number is much higher than it had been. Like what's going on? Does somebody need to address that? just helps you keep on top of issues that might be popping up and keeps everybody who's there aware of those issues. Maybe it's not relevant to everybody, but it's helpful that everybody's knowing what's going on. Right. Okay. And then this next thing, it's a term that may sound foreign if you're not familiar with traction. 
So right. can you explain a little bit about what they are first before we talk about? Sure. Um, in traction, they ha- have something called rocks. Um, and these are kind of the foundation. Um, they're usually quarterly rocks that are like the foundation of your goals. So within traction, you're creating goals for three years out, one year out, and then each quarter. And so those are the things that you're focusing your time and your energy on each quarter. So, you know, those are tasks that are assigned to you. They could be, you know, client related, they could be business related, but it's where you're going to be focusing your time and what your kind of goals are for that quarter. So we, they recommend doing a rocks review for about five minutes for the whole team. Again, we usually have compiled these in a bigger meeting earlier. And then we have this list and we're just going through that list each week and saying, yeah, everything's on track. If something's not on track, if you have a list and you're like, that's not going to get done this quarter, like, you know, something else popped up that's going to take my attention and is really important and, you know, demands that switch. We have a discussion about it and say, hey guys, do you want me to move this or do we need to give this to somebody else to get done in this quarter? So that becomes an IDS discussion topic. But otherwise, we're just looking at it to say, hey, here's my, I think there are three to seven goals for each person that we try to keep it to. And we review those to make sure they're, you know, on track. And again, this is this is our second quarter we've had these. So we're still getting used to how that works. And, you know, we've shifted things because we just can't get everything done in the time period. So we're getting a better handle for what can actually get accomplished each quarter. Um, so it's just a brief review of the, that list. We pull that list up kind of just scroll through it, make sure, hey, you know, does anybody have anything that needs a discussion? Otherwise, we move on from there. Okay. And then next, we cover headlines. What are we talking about here? Yes. So each person gets, you know, a minute or so to just give us an employee headline um, and a customer headline if they have any. There's times that there's just really nothing worth, you know, stopping and discussing or even mentioning for some of us, but usually we have at least something. Is there any issues with an employee that need to be discussed and made clear to everybody in the room? Is there any great new client we got that's going to take up more time? We might need to shift rocks because of it, because this is a really important client. So we need to talk about that. Again, these are quick. Just give me the update. Tell us how they're doing. Tell us about the team member. Tell us about the client. If a discussion is needed, we table that for the IDS section. Perfect. Yeah. It's all focused on reporting mode. All three of those, the reviewing the scorecard, rocks review, and the customer employee headlines, each of those components should take five minutes or less. Yep. Just focus on reporting. All right. So once we get through the reporting mode, next comes the to-do list. So yes. talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. So there's a to-do list and this is for accountability purposes. And again, this is just a five minute review Typically, this to-do list has been accumulated in prior meetings after the meeting. Hey, here are some things that need to be done. And so you want to go through that list the next week to make sure that we actually did those things, right? So a lot of times, how many times you sit in a meeting, you're like, that's a great idea. Let's do that. And then nobody ever talks about it again, right? (laughs) Because, you know, everyone's busy. I didn't write it down. Yeah, nobody asked me about it. It goes, it flies by the wayside. So you were doing it. Yeah. No, I didn't know. Yeah. We all said it was great, but we didn't actually do anything with it. So again, this is where the accountability comes from. So we'll stop and say, hey, we've discussed this. So Jamie is going to call this company and get more information about what their services are to see if that's something that benefits us, you know? And so we'll put, you know, we'll put that as a to-do item. 
And then we review that list. The goal is that we're trying to get at least 80 to 90% of those to-dos to drop off each week. So you're going to have a list. You're probably not going to get 100% of those items handled that quickly, you know, necessarily that quickly, but you really want to make some significant progress. So it kind of holds you accountable to make sure that, you know, you're getting to the items. You're not just putting them on a list and leaving them. Now, you know, to be fair, there may be things that you don't get to within the next seven days. So that's fine. But the goal is 80 to 90% of that action and to-do list should be done by the next meeting. So that's usually what you know, what our goal is. Again, this is a quick, hey, here are the things. Oh, this is done. This is done. This is done. Ooh, this one's not done yet. So we're going to leave it on the list and we need another week or need some more time, or maybe we need to reassign it to someone or something to that nature. Perfect. All right. So five minutes for the to-do review. Now, here's the majority of where you will spend your time in the level 10 meeting. Let's talk about IDS, what we referred to it during the reporting mode, like, oh, let's drop it down to IDS. But that may sound a little like, what is what does that mean? So IDS, again, stands for Identify, Discuss, Solve. Again, the whole goal is to take time to talk about all the issues, you know, the things we mentioned, good news, reporting, to-dos, very briefly and touch, you know, just a touch point. But this is the area where you're really going to dive in and have those discussions that need to be discussed. You're going to put all those things that you said, hey, we need a whole discussion about this, put it to IDS. You're going to look at that list and prioritize it because it may be too long to get through in one sitting. So you kind of want to make sure you're prioritizing. They want you to spend about 60 minutes. So you get a pretty good amount of time to kind of dive into these items. So you might be able to get through them all, but you want to make sure you're prioritizing them so that if one or two of the items takes 30 minutes, you know, you know that like the rest of them can wait. Um, so we'll usually take a few minutes to just say, all right, you know, oh, there's only three items. I think we can get through them. It's fine. If there's more, we'll say, all right, what, what do we need to put at the top of the list to make sure we don't wait? The goal here is just to work through that list and stop after 60 minutes. And anything that's not resolved just stays on the list for next week. So that's why prioritizing it's pretty important. You know, they they don't have any rules about how many you have to get through. It's 60 minutes. If you have one overarching issue that needs to be discussed for 60 minutes, so be it. You know, that's what that time's for. So we typically are able to talk through several items on our list, but it could be something like, you know, a team member is not performing the way we, ex- you know, expected. So we need to talk through it. What are our next steps? What are we going to do? could be, you know, we got a new client and we're trying to onboard them and it's taking more time than we thought. How are we going to, you know, resolve that issue? What do we need to do to make sure that the client is being serviced properly and, you know, what changes need to be made? So it could be, you know, any myriad of issues that need to be discussed, but this is where you have the time to dive in, ask questions, talk for a while and actually get things. I mean, I guess the goal here is to solve them. You know, if you can solve one of them, you've you've accomplished something. If you solve five of them, you know, that's great. But solve something <laughs> is the goal here. So that's what you're supposed to be doing in the IDS section. And during this IDS section, too, it's a good idea to start adding things to your to-do list if it's needed, because you don't want to wait until the very bottom and then be like, uh, okay, there was some to-dos, but what what all that needed to happen? So as right. you're talking through and you're solving, 
add to your to-do list as you're going so that things don't fall off or get forgotten about. You know, this is all a very dynamic meeting as you're going through things, you know, you should be updating. Okay, so once you made it through your hour of IDS, what comes next? You conclude the meeting. So now you've gone through that whole area, you know, that whole issues list, and you've gotten hopefully through several of them and have knocked them off the list or have created to-dos. Um, you're going to discuss those to-dos. So if during that discussion, there were to-dos that came out of it, we need to do X, Y, and Z. You know, you put that in the to-do list as you go and make sure that you've assigned someone who's going to be the one that does that. It is going to come back next week and tell us it's completed or whatever the update is. So um, that's the first thing. So we're going to discuss those to-dos, assign them out if they haven't already been, you know, decided on who's going to handle them so that we know who's in charge of that. Um, and then you're going to discuss any cascading issues that may have been on a list, any cascading to-do items, make sure, hey, do we need to move that? Do we need to remove it? Do we need to reassign it? And then, you know, do you need to, con do you need to communicate anything that's been decided with someone outside this meeting? Hey, maybe we're moving a client to somebody else who's not sitting here. Well, we need to make sure somebody is in charge of telling that other person this change is going to happen, keeping everybody in the loop. So those to-dos and cascading messages that need to be communicated need to be tracked. And then for the first, you know, several, probably this, the, for sure the first month, maybe the first two months, you're supposed to rate the meeting at the end, right? We talked about this being called a level 10 meeting. Goal is for the meeting to be a 10 out of 10. So they want you to rate the meeting and kind of give your perspective on how the meeting went. Was it kind of choppy? Was it, you know, did you not flow as well? Which I think is kind of normal at the beginning. I know we felt like it was not how we did things previously. Like we would just have an agenda and we would just talk about everything. <laughs> you know, we had a few highlights and then we would just talk for a while. So, you know, rate that meeting one through 10. I think another thing that's important to mention I think they mentioned in this book is that, you know, when you're going through those shorter time periods, if somebody starts going off on a tangent, <laughs> there's a tangent alert, <laughs> you know, Hey, you know, that's, that's getting a little bit more information that we need in this time period. So can we create the IDS and talk further about it? So not to be disrespectful, not to say we don't care what you have to say, but again, we're trying to keep this, you know, each of these areas in a very short amount of time so that we have the time to dive deep into the areas where we need to. Um, so that can also be helpful just, you know, to help people remember like, hey, that's right, we're not talking, which I feel like we all do it. Sometimes you just kind of get into it and you're like, oh, wait, and then right. this, and then you're like, wait, no, 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 we're not talking about that right now. Like we need to talk <laughs> about that later or, or we might not need to talk about it at all potentially, right? So you'd have to decide how that works. So you rate the meeting and you learn from it and do better, <laughs> hopefully the next time around. Um, and then the last step of it, of course, is end the meeting on time. Again, back to respecting people's time. The goal here is to be as productive as you can in the set amount of time. I've been in lots of meetings that just go and go and go and you're not sure when it's going to end. And you're just like okay, it's been a long time. Like what's, why are we still here? Why are, why is there no like stopping point? So I feel like it's really important to end on time again, more so to respect people's time and know that they may have booked a meeting in, you know, 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And they've just been on this call for 90 minutes. They need a break. They need to, to tend to other things. So right. I think we do a better job of ending our meetings timely than we do of starting them timely. So we still have a little bit of work on that, but I think overall the 
the level 10 meeting has helped us to be a little bit more focused. I know it, it kind of allows you to have more people involved without making meetings go longer. So we, you know, recently had Megan join our meeting, but we're always concerned, like if we add another person to the meeting, then our meeting might get to be another half an hour. And then like that person's now, you know, that stuck in the meeting, but here in this meeting and not doing what they need to do. So we were always kind of fearful of really adding more people because we didn't want the meeting to get out of hand and still wanted to respect everybody and get everybody's input. So it kind of gave us the freedom to say, oh, well, this isn't based on how many people are here. It's based on this agenda and what we're going to talk about. So I think it gave us the freedom to kind of expand that without feeling like we got to add some more time. And then, you know, we want to, we're not going to just add them and not let them talk. Like now it's just, here's who's talking. Here's the schedule. You know, if you have an issue, put it on the list. Let's discuss it. Mm -hmm. No, I I like it. And it's, it's very organization focused. It's not like everybody has their own reporting that they get 10 minutes, you know, it's just, it's focused on what are the priorities for the organization? What are our issues? Let's prioritize it all and, you know, figure it out. So like you said, push your business forward. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. And we do want to mention before we wrap up our episode for today that we are running a giveaway. Uh, If you leave a review for our podcast and email us with a screenshot of your review at info at pjscpas.com, you are entered into a giveaway to win a free book potentially. And we are giving away a copy of the book traction. So if you haven't read it, if you are listening to all these things and thinking, you know, hmm, that sounds interesting. That sounds like it may be something good that I want to incorporate in my business. Obviously you can go out and purchase the book, but if you want a chance to win a free copy, leave us a review. It takes two minutes to do, take a screenshot, email us, and we will enter you into that giveaway. So Jamie, before we wrap up today's episode, do you have anything that you'd like to summarize? I think it's really important to make sure you have a regular meeting with the leadership team. I think if you take away anything from this, you know, we have this agenda that is recommended through Traction, but you really do want to get those people together at least on a weekly basis and have a discussion about how you're moving the business forward. It helps you understand how people are thinking. It helps to make sure that everybody knows what everyone else is doing. Um, Again, you don't want to have, in general, 50 people at these meetings because it will be (laughs) just excruciatingly long because there'll be so much to do. But you want those key stakeholders of each area to have an idea of what is going on within the, the business, even if it doesn't directly impact them. Because I think it just gives them insight to why decisions are made hey, we're having cash flow problems. That's why we have to make the cut to the people that we thought we were going to hire on this timing. Instead of just hearing, no, you're not getting your people. Like you're there seeing, oh, they're struggling to figure out how to make this work. They're not just randomly cutting people. So I think you just get a little bit better insight into why things are happening. And I think that helps create a better sense of involvement and just inclusion in what's happening, especially for those people that are meeting weekly. Um, So I think it's really important, no matter what your agenda is, if this is not for you, just to meet regularly. I feel feel that, you know, we have been meeting weekly for years, and I think that really does keep us on the same page, keeps us moving forward. And then having this level 10 
agenda just keeps us a better focused, more clarity, respects our time better, and, you know, puts us in a good spot to start each week. So I highly recommend it. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for walking us through it and giving the whys behind everything, because I think that's helpful for everybody to understand too. You know, we're not just telling you, oh, go do this. It's, you know, this is why this is, you know, the impact that it could have on your organization. So excited to share this and get this out to everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. We look forward to seeing you again. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next time. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.